now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Listen, look around. Let me know what time you listen to this thing so that I can acknowledge you. But it's called How to Get Out of Bed. So I imagine uh, it's somewhere around bedtime or awake awake time, uh, actually, for that matter. And every time I get ready to start, the dog goes... He is he he is waking just like I am. These are unscripted first thoughts of the morning. Have yet to pull the cover back. It depends. It's kind of chilly, and I I went to bed kind of warm, so I turned the fan on. So I'm waking up, and the ceiling fan is like blowing cold air on me. So I'm still a bit under the cover, um, and was browsing around the internet trying to see what the day looks like out there. Because if you listen to this in the future, we are under quarantine. Uh, hopefully that's not a thing of the future. So, and you know nothing about it. You're out freely enjoying life. And hopefully, even if you listen to this tomorrow, I hope for all the change in the world to have happened, uh, for the better, but let's talk about how we're going to get out of bed today. Okay. And as you heard coming into this, you need to open up another window, go over and check out dryerbus.com. That's where you'll get to choose a channel. You get to choose a channel because there are places where we launch our content, but then it lands all everywhere. And I need to know where you are, where you're listening and where you enjoy. In fact, I know because of the analytics, but I want to hear from you. I record our podcast with anchor podcast, and that means that you get to interact. You get to record, send us a message. We can include that message uh, in the actual podcast. Therefore, I get to listen as well as other audience uh, listeners get to listen as well. And like I said, unscripted. So I don't know what we're going to talk about. But what we did do was we did grab a new journal and started a new journal. So I'm going to turn to a a blank page. Isn't it wonderful that our days um, can start with a blank page? And I know. I know we got a to-do list. There are things that we ought to do, got to do. I'm sitting here wondering, trying to remember if I started the dishwasher because, man, that page is a thick paper in this journal. Um, I'm thinking, you know, already thinking about what I, what has to be done today. Uh, one of the things I wanted to do today was to revamp uh, a Pinterest page. And I have not revamp it. I need to start a Pinterest page for the Lemonade. And it's one of those platforms that come and go, you know, as we move around on, on social media, for me it does, because I didn't really have that kind of content where something is repetitively, um, kind of the same thing, just, just a one, a one conversation and the lemonade that I've been doing the lemonade now for about two years, it is that conversation. And I always end up loving to take all these different pictures. And, And so I think the kitchen, the kitchen, uh, which has a podcast also, should have a Pinterest. Should have a Pinterest. As you try to find, I like that word Pinterest because it's about interest. Let's write that down, interest. And I know that we have done an episode on interest um, before. but And we talked yesterday about SEO. Even though we were just talking about how to get out of bed, we were talking about the language, how choosing the right language really is how we articulate where we are. So today we're going to get out of bed based on the interest. So having that one goal to go into the kitchen and to really work on the Pinterest for the create a, a, a Pinterest for the kitchen, because I have, you know, all the other social media platforms, but I like to, I got to figure out like, like really what's going to work for this. And because, um, if I look at what I'm doing on the other platforms, it looked like it's the same thing. What that model works better on, on Pinterest, right? 
That's what you want to do. You want to wake up with clarity. See how I woke up. I went to bed last night. I was like, put the phone down. You got to turn the TV off. Got to turn the phone off. Get rid of that, that light, whatever they call that light. Because it's literally staring at your phone at night or any other time. You literally can't go to sleep. It's impossible. I don't know of a single solitary soul that fell asleep looking at their phone. It don't. It, that People tell me they got insomnia. I got insomnia. I'm wide awake. Uh, you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, you got your phone on, turn the phone off, turn it over, plug it up so it could um, do the proper backups, you know, if you don't plug your phones in and put that lock feature on, you don't get your backup, and then you're wondering why this doesn't work and that doesn't work and so forth, you got to get all that stuff, got to go to the cloud so you have room on your phone and stuff, and then too, you need to shut down your mind, and, and there's so many um things out there, exercises and, and information online to help you really and truly go someplace to shut down your mind. And, and I used to have a hard time with that. And my cousin asked me one day, well, do you sleep with the television on all my life? Uh, well, no wonder, you know, do you, and then you got your phone, your devices, half the bed is full of books and work and journals and all that stuff and remnants of, of, of napkins and Oh, just all kind of stuff. My bonnet is not on my head. It's way over there. I'm like, why? You know, then then the socks and things are kicked off. All of those things are disruptions and disturbances. And you really need to get a habit. And I'm just telling you from experience because I, like you, delve, dove into some self-care kind of stuff. And that's really a part of it shutting it down and getting some rest. And I have to remind myself that many times, as, as much as I know it, I still have to, um, when I find like last night, I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, whoa, the night is getting away. Okay. Put the phone down, you know? And, and you know, the funny part is as soon as I make myself do that, I'm off into sleep and dreamland so fast and I'm waking up and it's morning. I'm like, wow. And then I'm rested and so forth. And I can come on here with you guys and not, not uh, sound like I got off on the wrong side of the bed. I can wake up with clarity and write that down. Interest you to find your interest. You got to have clarity. Um, because I went to bed with this question like, okay, what, what else should I be doing? What else should I be doing? And that is something that causes anxiety because if you're wondering what else you should be doing, you're probably looking at others. You're probably feeling like you're somewhat behind. Um, I have a fly, uh, a rolled up, um, I've, I'm, I've been decluttering y'all. So I have like two amazing corners in my room now that I love looking at the fact that there's nothing there. And one of them is my practice drone. I got a practice drone for Mother's Day one year. And uh, the dog and I, uh, I know this dog keep moving it because we terrified ourselves trying to drive the practice drone. <laughs> And I see uh, after I clean that corner, there's nothing over there but the practice drone and it's remote control. But also there is a rolled up piece of paper, which I think is a banner that I have been looking for that had, had begun to blend into the clutter. And I was like, and I kept saying, I know I have one. I know I did one for something. And lo and behold, there it is after I decluttered that corner. And basically I created like this little reading corner, you know, with a chair and literally just like some, oh, I, we had an older couch and I, the cushions were like just so comfortable. And I said, I can't get rid of, I got rid of the couch, I can't get rid of these cushions. I can repurpose them in some form. So for some reason, I still have these cushions. But what I was able to do is create this little corner nook um, to just go sit, almost like a beanbag type, 
style sitting and I could go I, I thought I'd go into that corner and there's some you know grab a book from the other corner which has um I minimal minimalized all of my books I used to have bookshelves everywhere and I'm like I am not doing anything with all these books and yes looking at some of them you know you get your inspiration but I'm that person I do go back and I grab one and I do some of the work right so I can grab a book from that corner and I can walk over here to this corner and just kind of plop down and I could that could be my reading corner but you know as we all do any chair that's sitting for too long starts holding a lot of stuff and so um, when I went in the form of decluttering I got rid of a lot of the stuff out of there and I've got just a couple things over there and uh, that doesn't bother me that doesn't I don't feel the weight of it I don't look at it again waking up looking at it as something that's not done right trying to trying to rid myself of all the things that come at us during the day of guilt oh I want to write that down the guilt is a process is a thought process let me stop talking and write that right I L T all right because you know I can't talk and write and spell and all that at the same time I got to stop in how to get out of bed um we process we pr did so much to process guilt where we now have a full-on understanding and you will begin to as well have a full-on understanding what guilt is. guilt is in eternal there are those who manip who try to manipulate the guilt we plague upon ourselves um nobody can make you feel guilty because only you know whether or not you have um exceeded your own expectations or not exceeded your own expectations only you can set your expectations there are many people that that count on us for things or or manipulate us into things but only you can set whether or not you feel guilty for something right that's that's your consciousness because your consciousness knows where your bar is your lines blurred lines um, things that you just don't, you don't want to disappoint. Nobody can make you not want to disappoint them. It's in your conscience whether or not you're going to disappoint somebody or not. There are some people who have zero conscience and they can disappoint people all day long. They can live in, live in error, lie, right? All day long. But guilt comes to us. And I, I had to process that because I had a lot of, especially as a parent, as, as parents, you know, we, there's mommy guilt, there's daddy guilt. Well, hopefully, um, and we go through that based on the fact that we don't want to disappoint anyone. And so it ends up, um, becoming anxiety. And if you miss the moment, you end up living with that. And that then too could become triggers for depression, right? So we learned how to process process guilt one is just stop and recognize that it is part of your conscious not to, not to, not to. I'm trying to think because what's the opposite of exceed? And I, I want—I don't want to say this. It's—it's—it's it's, it's part of your conscience not to disappoint, not to disappoint yourself and others. And a lot of times, what I've been trying to do through all this is to get us to do more for ourselves because that's what getting out of bed. Most time, people don't get out of bed because they're worried about what somebody else thinks. They're worried about the impl impl implications coming towards them of somebody else. And it's, the more you can let that go. And be your own God and be able to go within and support yourself and, and have, get all those negative thoughts. Cause the first conversations you have about something being wrong or not being, not being right. You have that conversation with yourself. We play those conversations over and over and over anticipating and anxiety is anticipating, anticipating what somebody else is going to think 
or feel, right? Because we don't want to disappoint because we walk around with that kind of weight and then you can't get out of bed, right? Those things that you want to go, today could be an amazing day for you. It's probably something so wonderful going to happen. But if you are still like thinking about yesterday, last year, 15 years ago, a hundred years ago, you can't be in the moment, which was a couple podcasts ago, be in the moment. Uh, you can't find your clarity. You can't dive into your interest. You're just going to wallow in the guilt. And, and the reason people are so easily able to manipulate the guilt is because guilt is obvious. It's an, it's obvious. It's an obvious emotion. It's, it finds its way outwardly. It it has a look on your face and your eyes. Your heart beats differently when you feel it. Um, your stomach churns, all of those things. And you, you, your body and your body language reacts to that because your mind is in overdrive trying to process, trying to suppress your conscience. Okay, and your subconscious, your conscious and your subconscious are at war and fighting. And people can look at you and see that all of that is going on. And if you have good people around you, they will then ask, are you okay? You okay? What's going on? Because they see it. But a manipulative person around you sees that opportunity. Oh, let me ask for something. Oh, let me let me ask for more. Let me get more out of them. I see they process. I see because people can see processing. I don't know why it is. And I I know why, because most of us walk around acting like we don't see, like you don't see that. You can't tell that person's in pain. You can't tell that person's sad. You know, that person's not, we all know what happy and we all know what happy, ecstatic and emphatically happy looks like. So guess what? We all know what sadness looks like. We all know what pain looks like. We know what disappointment looks like. And you're either one or two things. You want to help a person get rid of that or you want to manipulate that. And unfortunately for the majority of people, we've got manipulators around us. But then there are those who will push those manipulators out of the way and and bring you into back into your joy. Come and tell you, get up out that bed, shake you up out that bed. Come on, let's go do this. Let's go find something you like to do. Let's go take some time. Let's try and understand, right? And and but sometimes you can't even hear them because again, the louder voice trying to try the louder war that's going on is inside your head. That the thing that you are playing over and over and over that hasn't even happened yet. Cause you're so worried about, it. you got to tell somebody that you don't have what you used to have. You don't do what you used to do. You know, you can't get it together today, right? You don't have that conversation over and over and over and over and over and over in your head before you even get to the actual in real life thing, right? You've been up all night. You didn't sleep because you're dealing with it. Cause you got to say you can't do something today. Well, guess what? I guarantee you, if you think about it, the last time you told somebody you can't do something, you will, they were like underwhelmed by it. Okay, that's fine. And remember they said like, okay, that's fine. We'll do it next time. And then you, then you mad, you, you like wanted cause you had all that anxiety, you let all that anxiety keep you from being in the moment. And it wasn't as bad as you, all you got to do is be present in it. I've had a whole lot of situations. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with that. And then I go and deal with it. And I had, I had a situation. I'm like, I got to go do this again. It's time to go sign up for that. It's time to go do this. It's time to go do that. And then I will go do it. And then I'm like, man, look at all that time 
I wasted. Look at all that time I wasted being afraid. And, I, and I'm not going to tell you fear is not real. Fear is very real. Okay, because we, we, you build up that kind of anxiety because something bad did happen one time. Sometime in, one time an encounter was hard, horrific. You know, one time you might, you did experience tremendous disappointment. You have experienced real pain, loss, all that stuff, right? And we, but we continue to apply that to situations that's not that. We got to learn how to tell ourselves that's not, it's, it's not that. It, it, it can't be that. And guess what? Even if it does, guess what? Go on and get through it. Got to get through it. Got to live it. You can't run from it. Can't hide from it. You got to live it. You know, stop trying to pack it away because then you just end up dragging it along with you. Go, on, go ahead. Walk on through it. Live on through it. And I know it sounds easy because I'm telling you, I spent a couple of years like, okay, how do I walk through this? How do I go on and let this happen? How do I face the reality of this? How do I go ahead and deal with this? Because the days keep coming. They keep coming, whether you face them or not. They keep coming. And if you don't go ahead and continue to live in the moment, you lose those days, you lose time that you can't get back. Fear would do that to you, being afraid. And, and yes, there are things in this life that we should be immensely afraid of. But that doesn't mean they're not going to happen. All you're going to do is to lose all of the time before it happens and lose all of the time after it happens. Because when it happens, it's still but a moment. It's still but a moment. And it, it gets easier. It gets better. It feels worse, like the worst thing ever. But, and I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to just tell you it gets better. The way that it gets better, hold on, let's write this word down, is how you honor it. How you honor it. The way that it gets better is how you honor yourself and how you went through it, how you dealt with it. The way that you honor it, if it's, if it was a loss in a person, is how you then begin to honor that person. When we lose a person, we have to instantly, quickly go into getting into the uh, uh, ornament of ornament. What kind of word is that? Um, we have to get in the order of honoring that person, right? When we when we lose uh, something like a, a thing, like I broke my red glasses. Now, clearly, and it was one of those freak accidents, like, how did I just do that? I'm still trying to figure out, like, did they just, like, fall apart or did they fall apart at some point and I feel like I broke them because I didn't realize that they were in the process of falling apart because they were, like, my favorites, right? Red, right? And I went out, I went out to walk the dog and I went, as I do all day long, lift them up, lift them down. And, um, there was a, um, I felt either a branch or a spiderweb or something. I went to swipe it away and hit the glasses and they like just fell apart. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, were they, did I, had I already like stepped on them, sat on them or knocked them down or something to, like, there's no way all of this destruction of this pair of glasses happened in me just, just in that little light swipe. Right. So then I'm like, you know, in the morning I'm like. But these are my favorite pair. I have no idea where the other pair are. Even though when I bought them, I bought them in like, they're like readers, right? So I bought them in like three or four in a pack. And I'm like, but I've only been wearing those. And I didn't really like the other two because they had the nose guard on them. And I don't like the nose guard because I, I feel like that, um, what's the name? Steve Allen? Uh, well, I forget his name. Steve Martin movie where they he made those glasses where people could put... <laughs> 
<laughs> so I have two pair. One is frameless, which is actually pretty cute, but they both have the nose nose guard. So you feel like either you feel like you're looking at the nose guard or everybody's looking at the nose guard or everybody's looking at you looking at the nose guard where therefore your eyes are crossed, right? All of that. See, processing that. So that's the anxiety of wearing the other two pair of glasses. All right. I now I've got to choose between and one is purple, which I which I love. And one is blue, which I love. I love them both, but I'm disturbed by the, the nose guard because it, it, gets, it gets on my nerve. And then, too, because I'm a person that lifts them up and down, up and down, that nose guard sometimes scratches my forehead. So now I've got to get over all that anxiety. But guess what? It sometimes scratches my forehead. So I got anxiety. I don't wear the glasses, but, but they're very, two very cute pair of glasses. But look how much time I've lost with them simply because the anxiety of I might scratch my head, scratch my forehead. When all I have to do is just make the adjustment. I'm going to write that down. Adjustment. All I have to do is now that I'm that I am left with these two pair is make the adjustment to the habit. Write that down. Habit. All I have to do is adjust my habit. You know, I might I have to I need to lift as opposed to just knocking them down or moving my head so that they fall down. I just have to adjust, make the adjustment to the habit that I have. I ain't gotta discuss it. I'm gonna go just do it, right? I ain't got, I ain't got, I, I got to keep telling myself, oh wait, don't grab your glasses because you could scratch yourself, you know, but all I got to do is to start doing it. I got to have a, I got a different habit for this pair and I got to have a different habit for that pair because the frameless pair, um, is not as sturdy as the one with the frames and it's, it's all glass. And this one, the glass on this one, it has a smaller frame. So therefore the glass looks thicker. So I look like the stereotype nerd in this one. Um, but again, okay. Cause guess what? Am I going to walk around not seeing? No, I'm gonna put on one or two, one of these pair of glasses. I'm gonna keep swapping them out until I, until I realize the look. And I like the frameless one with a purple tint. Because when I'm live on, on my streams, it almost looks like I don't have, I don't have on any, but you see that it, it's almost like a makeup, like, like the purple pair, it, it gives my face a really nice purplish tint. It adds a little bit more color, a very complimentary cover, uh, uh, color to the tint of my, my face along with the makeup that I wear. And it's pretty, it's cute y'all. It's cute. And the frames, um, they are, like I said, it's frameless, so you just have the lens, and it just has these little tiny pieces um, holding it together, so definitely I have to be a little bit more uh, sensitive when I'm wearing that pair, because it literally is held on by the nose guard, which is the piece that I don't like, so I can't get rid of it. I just have to adjust the habit of when I lower them and, and cause I don't wear my glasses, my readers on the street, I'm the person that puts them up on the top of my head. And so I have to be at pay particular attention with these two pairs so that I don't end up with markings all over my forehead, um, from scratches. And I already have like indentation at the top of my head, particularly the more weight I gain. I, I'm the, I'm that person. I gain weight in my face first. So I've got, I'm, I'm kind of thick right now. 
Um, and so I've got these two little dents in the top of my head where my glasses sit because I don't take them all the way up into my hair because again, hair product, when I bring them down trying to see, they're full of hair product because I do wear hair product in my, in my hair. And usually, um, you know, especially after I shower and stuff, my hair is wet and then I put the hair product in there, you know, again, adjusting the habits after just the habits. Right. But again, Look how long I went without wearing these two other two gorgeous pair of readers simply because I had the anxiety of I'm not going to remember to make the adjustment. I'm going to hurt myself. Now here I am and I only have I don't have a choice but to wear one or the other and I face the moment, I face the uh, I face the change that has to happen in adjusting the habit again. But with that lost pair, I just honor the fact that, hey, I wore the hell out of that red pair of glasses. And you notice I don't have any guilt about breaking them. I'm just like, dang, what happened, right? But look how fast I shifted. Look how fast, I'm going to write that down, shifted. Or as my uh, mentor friend would say, I pivoted. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One more word, because we're going to do these in nine. We're going to do these in nine. Um, and, and let's see, shifted or pivoted. What, what's the, what's the, what's the one word that describes all of this? The interest. And I want to say, get it done. What was, wait a minute. Uh Oh, you know what? Yesterday's word was done. And today's word is done. Uh Oh, we got us a new series going here. Y'all basically how to get it done. That's what we're trying to figure out. And I forgot I had that mic on, so forgive me if I roughed it up a little bit. Um, but done. Done. I can see. <laughs> I'm not walking around like I, I can't do. Let me tell you, the first time when I realized I needed readers, uh, my eyes started to go bad. I was, um, of course, you know, computer all day. And uh, I remember getting a handout at work one time. We had to have these handout code, code sheets and all that kind of stuff. And I was cursing the guy out. And I was like, dude, why is this thing? Why is this thing so small where we can't see it? I didn't realize. He was like, but I didn't change anything. I'm like, it's it's obviously smaller. You telling me? And I'm like going on. Like, you, like I can't see this stuff. How all of a sudden one day it's fine and the next day I literally can't see it. And so, um, I realized, I'm like, wait a minute. Cause I, at, by that time I had been doing this for, for a while. So I had started to, it, the decline was coming on, um, trying to read these little codes and, and, and do all this stuff. And so, um, I went to this restaurant one day and I was trying to see the menu and I'm like, dang, and I'm thinking maybe I'm just not feeling good. You know, you first thing you say, my eyes are tired, you know, cause some things I can see very well, but I was, um, and I, I had glasses and I, I needed, and I wasn't wearing them properly and I needed to update the prescription of them. So I was kind of going without, but then I had such a stigma, um, that the glasses, every time I would go get the new glasses, you know, I get the headache, just be uncomfortable. Um, cause they had to do so much for one eye and not enough for the other till it was just, it's just, I just really said, okay, let me try some of these readers. But before I got the readers, I went to this restaurant and I was trying to order the sandwich and I realized I couldn't really see, um, I, I could see the name and all that kind of stuff, but I couldn't really see all the ingredients. And I go to order this, I ordered the sandwiches and I'm watching them make the sandwich and I see him, he's like putting shrimp 
on the sandwich, and I'm like, I, and I'm like, I know that's, I, I'm like, and I'm, I'm getting mad again. I'm like, why is he not making my sandwich? And then he proceeds to finish the sandwich, hands me the sandwiches, and I'm like, but there's shrimp on there. He said, yeah, that's what you order. I was like, I wouldn't order shrimp. I'm allergic. <laughs> and then he's like, he shows him points to the thing. He's like, I was like, oh, here again, another situation. I'm mad, but it's user error. I can't see. I'm like, oh my God. I said, I really can't see that. I didn't see that this thing said shrimp. I, I took the sandwiches because I was like, I'm sorry about that. Of course, people in my household was glad because they could eat it and they don't eat it because I'm allergic. So we don't have a, a lot of seafood up in here. But I was like, just wrap them up, seal them up. You know, I'll go ahead and take them. Uh, but then he made the one that I wanted and so forth and so on. Fixed, like I said, own up. Own up and let people know what's going on. So anyway, so I left there and I was like, okay, I got to go get my, get my eyes checked. Go ahead and get some glasses. And again, I did. I went and got my prescription updated, but then I didn't really like it. it, it I didn't really like it because, um, the environment that I was working in going from the paper to computer, paper to computer, you know, the glasses, they just never did really address the issue, you know? And all the instructions, like you don't really need it all the time. Um, in a sense, when your eyes do get tired or you feel like you're overworking, go ahead and put them on. You know, they give you that kind of ease you into wearing them. But I mean, I've worn glasses all my life. I've never did the contact thing. I'm, I'm just one of those people. I just never thought I would be able to. And again, anxiety. You know, if I probably tried it, look how many years I didn't wear. Again, that's what that's what we're trying to say is and I'm going to get out of here. Let me, let me open my phone back up so I can see how much of your time I have taken up. I don't want to end up repeating myself because uh, you can always write. We got about 30 seconds, but deal with it because go ahead and get in that, be in the moment with it. Otherwise, you're just going to look back at how much time you lost. I haven't tried contacts yet. How much time have I lost? I don't think I lost anything because now everybody's trying to go back to glasses. Because I love glasses. I, lo I love the fact that you can make the fashion statements with them and so forth and so on. Uh, and I just love the convenience of it because some sometimes I need them and sometimes I don't. All right. So our word for today on our word cloud was interest. We started out with the interest. That's what's going to get you out of bed, being interested in something and everybody is interested in something, go after it. And if you're not fully aware or fully sure what it is, uh, take your time, get some clarity on it. Um, process, don't suppress it and don't act like it's not there. The guilt, don't even try to guilt yourself in this stuff. Don't let anybody else manipulate your guilt because it just basically speaks to your conscious and your subconscious. Um, some of those things you, you honor honor try try to honor yourself more try to honor those things and people and places around you more um uh, that's how you live living is about honor people who honor stuff they get to go into each and every day i already know what i want to honor today i'm gonna go create this pinterest based on the work that i have done around this lemonade based on the work the on the fact that i have so much that i can right now in this moment go and post on pinterest i'm going to honor the fact that i did the work did the research came up with you know my own recipes and uh, and put those out there i'm going to as i face things i'm going to stop and make the adjustment to my habit i'm going to make the adjustments to my habit making one adjustments was coming on here Pod, try, podcasting unscripted because when I would wake up on those days and say oh well let me if I had to sit here and come up with these words first come up with this topic first 
I'd probably still be sitting here. Oh my God, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk about? Well, you're pretty good at just pushing that button and having a whole conversation because that's what I can do. So, um, uh, make the adjustments of your habits so you can go ahead and shift or pivot you need to, because guess what? When I hit this stop button at the end of, at the end of this thing, it's done. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to guilt myself into it. It's, it's my interest to talk about how to get out of bed. I adjusted the habit. I adjusted what needed to what needed to happen so that it could be done. And it is done. I just need you to do me just one more favor. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at Dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.